Chillax, a podcast where you listen to this, our boy talk about life, news, and anything interesting. So welcome back to another episode of Chillax. I hope all of you are doing well. I can't believe the year is passing so fast. It's like, I don't know man, not too long ago, we just had our Christmas celebration. Then New Year's. Then Chinese New Year over already. Then... About the time when this episode releases, it will be a quarter. And it's like, how is that possible? Why is it so fast? I, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just a part of growing up. Like, once you grow up, things just time just passes way faster. Because, you know, you have a lot more things to do. You have work. You have a life to live. And you can't get to sit at home and do nothing the whole day. So maybe that's the reason why it feels so fast. And it's insanely fast. It feels even faster when I was in in university. University was still fine. I mean, days are a bit longer. But uh, once you start work, it's insane, man. It's, it's crazy. Well, but that's that. I mean, you can't really help it. Just really need to carve out time to try and slow down a bit too fast really yeah but anyway today we're going to just talk about uh getting in debt uh i think debt is something that is quite interesting because there was one time i was like looking through like i was scrolling facebook okay i I still use facebook once in a while and i found this mothership article talking about couples getting in debt because you know they are borrowing money from the bank for wedding which doesn't really make sense to me I think that was during uni. I saw this article. Like, in what circumstances will you need to borrow money? Because once you start work, you should be saving up enough money already, alright? And I think that was coming from a standpoint of like, I don't have any girlfriend before. Uh, I don't know how much it, does it cost to maintain a relationship. I don't know how much does it cost to have a wedding. Uh, and to have all the miscellaneous stuff that comes together for, for the wedding itself. And I really didn't know that. And as I kind of move and transition into a, I think to the age where now that I'm working and my friends, they all have graduated and they are starting to propose to their girlfriends and they are getting their BTO, they are getting married. I start to get an understanding of why people borrow money from bank or wedding. And, and, and it's like, it was happening right in front of my eyes. Not necessarily my friend borrowed money from the bank, but the context behind it that drives people to borrow money from the bank. So one of those days I was like talking to my friend, like we were just hanging out. I mean, like, you know, we try to hang out once, like once a month or so, or even more. And then we were just eating the, our Chinese food because like, I mean, grilled fish is nice, right? China grilled fish is nice. Then we eat the grilled meats and everything. So we were just talking, then we talked, I think previously when we met, he talked about uh, proposing to his girlfriend that has been, they have been together for like five years or so. And they are, they are proposing and, and not long after, after the proposal happened, you know, he really bought a resale flat. And that was absolutely insane. And they talked about how much the resale flat was in Pongo, about 600 90k and I was like what the heck 690k for a freaking flat I think it's 5 room or 4 room I don't remember but it was a 
a lot of money and the amount of down payment that is necessary to that is needed you know that is is is, is unimagined like i can't imagine it you know it's impossible it doesn't make sense at all and and that is fine because if you have, if you save up money it should be doable right but that's not the case it's like his situation he's kind of stuck in this very awkward position because his girlfriend he met during poly and i will reveal his name i think this is all confidential but i think the story is interesting uh to to just kind of listen to he he met his girlfriend in poly so you know before army all right so we're kind of like on equal age equal footing but then the girls are always like they come out to work faster right so he has to go to two years of army like all of us guys then he has to go for four years of uni for an honors program all right so six years not in the corporate world not working not earning any money unless but he didn't really do any part-time work because uni demanded so much right so in that sense of course he army got money but how much money do they give not a lot so that's that and and can you imagine that situation where the girlfriend is really working really she had her own income and there's a difference in lifestyle already it's like the girlfriend i mean if you if you think about ourselves those who have graduated and working you're you working you have money then you will want to spend it you want to eat good food right to some extent you can't be you don't want to be eating a coffee shop every day so this becomes like there's a there's a problem there where our friend is not my friend is not you know he's not earning that much then you then we have to go out eat restaurant um then you have to spend money every week then you also have to um buy gifts for anniversary birthdays um any kind of other kind of occasion then this kind of racks up over time and of course not just that something that i realized when i went to uni is staycation is also part of the whole experience right you just spend personal time together and of course all we all know to bank i guess so that's that and so you end, end up racking up a lot of a lot of uh a lot of like money to just pay all these things and this resulted in a situation where he doesn't have a lot of savings left he's scrimping by and even with the parents giving him pocket money it's enough for his i mean day-to-day food and stuff all right but it's not enough to have a girlfriend he, i mean he's just scraping by and like really saving a lot and internship kind of helps a bit you know in terms of giving him more money but this is like the first first problem really where you are spending so much money to have this relationship and i mean you can't help people right it sounds like a very transactional thing like oh you shouldn't spend this like the way i say it is like kind of indicates that oh you shouldn't spend money to get relationship but no i mean you can't really help it this is how it is so you spend all this money then then afterwards you start working so that's perfect that's great you're earning money now then if you think about it the girlfriend they met during poly it's you know she's she's near 30s really man and if i'm not wrong she's one year older than him also which is i don't know how it happened but they were in the same poly course i'm not i'm not too sure what happened but maybe she took a, a break or something but it's, it's she's near 30s and there's certain kind of urgency really you want to have kids i mean they want to have kids 
and then you look at the BTO timing, four years or even five years. Four four years is what the government say, but I think it's pretty bullshit. It's like quite sure everything we see now is five years, alright? Or even four years. Let's just take it, be optimistic, four years. So they get a BTO now. I mean they I, I don't think they, 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 they got a BTO during uni because like come on man like we were, we were all, all working we where got money to to pay for a down payment and it's not so lucky one you know like I think they have been like applying for it like last year or uni and it's not so lucky you can apply then immediately get it like there's some sort of chance in it right so the, the situation becomes where there's an urgency they need to get married they still want to spend some time as like couples without a child i mean to really have that they are like you know that 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 lifestyle first then they need to have kids so they only have like two to three years before they hit that that big 30 all right and this becomes a situation where they need to buy a resale flat they can't just buy a bto because bto is way too long and how like that how then they have to buy it at the peak of the whole housing property prices going up this this time this is just skyrocketing isn't it and they are paying so much money from my understanding is that the pongo flat they bought right 690k they bought it and the person who was selling it which is a couple who stayed there for five years which is the repair requirement they i think they spent like about 400 500k and and from what I understand is that it's about a hundred plus k payday for them, which is wow, insane, man! It's like a one year worth of pay, like which is significant, significant amount of money earned. Then it's like wow, damn sad. Like they're earning money, which is good for them, but yet at the same time, wow, my friend is paying so much for this stupid house. It's like what the heck, man? Why, why, what is going on? And and it's like in order to fork out six hundred ninety k, you need to. He needed to like borrow money from his parents because he do not have enough money from, from his own bank account. Because firstly, he starts work. He needs to that money is spent on on what not just your vacation, your uh restaurant food because now he can work already. Now he got money, he can eat restaurant. Then he can eat more restaurant. Then uh, it's also the situation where your they need to have a wedding. I mean. They have been together for so long, they're gonna get their house, they're gonna get married first, right? So there's the proposal ring. Five plus K if I'm not wrong. It's a wedding, which is I forgot how much is it? It was a lot. 50k or hundred, I'm not sure. Then wedding photo shoot, wow. Gown, which is a lot of money. Then your camera photographer, which is a lot of money as well. Then there's also the Renovation for the resale flat, which is a lot of money. And all of this racks up, it's like, wow. Even now, right, I look at my bank account. I don't think it's enough to pay for everything. If I just like, immediately I go on, I go on what, Bumbles or Coffee Meets Bagel. I swipe the first person. We got together and we got super lucky. I got super lucky that, oh, you know, we are match made in heaven and we just immediately go and get married. Then we do all these things. I don't have enough money for that. Even though I saved up quite a lot. Like, it's still not enough, man. Unless, like, I'm working in a banking job, then maybe there's a chance. Maybe there's a chance. But otherwise, it's impossible, like, to spend so much. 
And to me, my hope is that I meet somebody that has that is pretty much low maintenance. Like you can eat cai fan every day. <laughs> I mean, like the company is, is what makes it makes it enjoyable, not the food. But I mean, you can wish lah. But I'm not quite sure whether how lucky I am whether I can find this, like find find somebody that is low maintenance, right? So that's that. I think you know. When you hang out with, with like your friends, like for me as a guy, I hang out with my guy friends. Like you know, sometimes they have some theories. They talk about things like you know how there are different groups of people. People who are high maintenance, or or not really high man, high or low. You can see that people who just want that that typical lifestyle of like oh going to restaurants, um, having their proper wedding. Then there are the rare few that that just super low maintenance in that sense where they just am okay with going to. Kopitiam or food court, don't 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 need to have a wedding, and don't need like just RM can really like it's more about like the companionship and everything. So it's like a, it's like there are different groups of people, different needs and everything. And I can't really discount the fact that, like I feel that even for me, right, I will want that kind of experience, right, like, like for myself and for my girlfriend. But yet at the same time, there's so much cost involved in it. So I still don't know. I have no idea why, like, like maybe until I get into a relationship, then I will know what exactly I want. But yeah, considering that, I think we think about how much the money they spend, like having to go in debt. It kind of explains the article that I just read, like I read previously, right? People borrow money from the bank for a wedding, and of course there are other reasons as well. Maybe some people want to upgrade their wedding to go for what gardens by the bay. Which is a bit ridiculous, but this is one of those situations that, like, warrants getting a loan, right? But of course, the parents have money and lend to their child, which is pretty nice. Not to borrow from bank, which is absolutely ridiculous. So that's nice. At least they get to have their wedding, and maybe afterwards, I suppose things will be more, like less. How do I say less cost in- intensive? But I don't think so, man. <laughs> Now talking about it, I realize. The moment they spend like the moment all these things over, right? Then they have to have a child. Then they have the child. Then they have to incur more costs again, which is like, dang. How? I don't think. Wow, this is. This is scary, man. And you know, sometimes I just ask myself, like, you know, I I I I'm feel pretty envious because like, during uni and when I started work, I I was quite envious of. Like my friends, because they have a relationship and they are getting married. Like there's a, there's a goal, there's a purpose to provide for the family, to save up for the family, to save up for the kids and everything. There's some sort of like reason why you need to continue living, right? But then for me, I don't have a girlfriend or or a marriage or whatever. So it becomes a situation that once I, like I mean in school, everything the path is pretty set. Your goal here is to study well and everything, right? But then, like the big disconnect is that once I graduated, once I started work, it's like now you are free, do whatever you want, set whatever you want. Everything is decided by you. Then I'm like, ah, then what do I live for now? <laughs> and I think maybe that's the fault of the education system, where like you know I'm a robot now, and my ro- I have no purpose <laughs> in me, and this becomes a situation where like, like. When I look at them, it's like pretty envious. Like if I have that general, very typical, I don't know, 
romantic life or the typical Singaporean life where you have a girlfriend, you get married, then there's some, there's some sort of like purpose that kind of guides you along the way. And granted, that might seem pretty toxic that you are just guided by this alone. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't let that happen. I mean, you, you also should be guided by your own values and other stuff, right? So probably like the, the top of the level, the most mentally healthy kind of way is to just be guided by your principles, your values and all this thing. Not be guided by something ex uh like to not be entirely dependent on something that is external, right? But that's that, like the way I look at it is very narrow. And like in, in that in that context or in this context right now I see it's like wow. I mean there's something for them to work towards too. For me, I just save up money just in case, you know, maybe in the future I want to get married and all these things. But there's no motivation that comes up for me to like drive towards any goal right now it's just for money save up then that's all so that's that's something that i feel very envious of but then on the flip side i see how much money they go through how much money they spend and like like internally from somebody that is being that was poor from this like when i was young where i struggled with money i just like can't take it man it's like i need to spend so much money to 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 go through all these things and it's so wasteful like for what what's the point of this i look at it very like logically but then at the same time like there's a need for certain rite of passage certain rituals to happen right like your wedding and your stuff then yet at the same time i just feel like ah does it even matter if you really love each other why why need to go through all these things right like that that doesn't really make sense and the amount of money we spend can be can just be spent all on ourselves me and the girl travel I mean that's the best but sometimes you think about singapore like family the family unit right like family is also part of everything and wedding is not just for the couples maybe it's also just for everyone else and that's that's the main gripe that i have like it just freaks me freaks me out man to really have to spend so much money to get a wedding and all these things and i don't know i feel that most of i I don't have a stats i'm just guessing i'm just assuming like i like to think that most people just want to have a wedding like and in the end i have to spend like we all have to spend so much money on this kind of wedding and to some extent it's not like you're gonna go for a country club or even lesser right it's like i mean we are both working adults working in the corporate world you can afford a hotel then you're gonna go for that and that also spends a lot of money <laughs> i don't know man i'm just freaking stingy and and i really want to save money <laughs> i don't know if you have listened to the the the, the previous podcast episode i talked about being poor yeah this is just the poor person in me <laughs> speaking and just frantically uh ruminating over this this problem that hasn't happened yet so we shall see i don't know what will happen uh, but I will try and save up as much money as possible and maybe try and find somebody that, that matches my my values. So yeah, it's kind of scary though to see my friend spending so much money. And hopefully he 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 will he will find a better job. He'll get a higher paying job down the line. I think he can do that. He's very competent. He's very hardy. He's very like he perseveres and he's de- and he's determined. So that's that's perfect for him i think he will do well so i have full faith in in him yeah 
But I think that's that. Really, it's like I I'm not quite sure about like what about you guys who have been listening. You know what's the experience like? Because I know that like the people who listen to this podcast kind of ranges not range a lot like the age range is like very wide it's like very narrow in a sense where like there's a small group of like there's like a 20% group of like poly age or JC age students that are going to uni then there's a group of people who are a main bug that's in uni and there's a main bug that is like like me working now who but just graduated or females who have been working for quite some time then all the way to like it's like mainly the millennials age also it's like millennials and the generation before us so that's quite interesting to listen to everyone i'm not quite sure how expectations around wedding and marriage will change over time but i think for us millennials it's still pretty much the same as sort of your standard expectations and everything but it's kind of painful though it's like when i was like just talking about this whole amount of like money spent getting a house like 690k and a wedding then i was looking at i was watching this uh uh japanese like this video like it's from what paulo from japan or paulo from tokyo yeah it's um like if you all watch a lot of japanese videos right on youtube you all will be familiar with him so he was like showcasing um this this landed property in japan because japan is so big right so the landed property is not like exactly in the CBD area. It's kind of somewhat in the outskirts. But dang, the house, 100 plus K only. But it's a landed property. Two stories. You have all your standard. And it's like a bungalow kind, not semi-D, which is, which I really hate. It's like, you still need to live with a neighbor. Like that one is self, like standalone. Which is, wow, damn damn crazy it's like i look at this 100k just for this house not ignoring the outskirts part ignoring the having to travel to work very long but it's just 100k man then look at our house 690k this that's a six times jump you know and that is like come on like there's no logic anymore and perhaps i mean we all can say yes by the whole economics reality supply and demand land scarcity we have this kind of sky high prices right but dang i don't know if i have a choice if i can live overseas and have the same kind of amenities in singapore that the level of familiarity and safety and like just like how do i say like a, like a computer that I, I save all the settings of singapore and ignoring the land scarcity and just port all these safety security health friends all over to maybe Japan or Thailand. Oh, that would be perfect. I buy the house for 100k, a landed house. And I can live without the noisy neighbors from upstairs, the noisy neighbors from beside, the freaking mo- uh, abing or mud that, that thinks that people think uh, motorcycle revving is very cool. Like, wow, very cool, you know, when the person rev, ah, bloody annoying, when you live by the roadside. Then this whole um just stresses of like so expensive money and just being cooped up in this small city state. Okay, now I'm just complaining. Like there's no interstate travel, which is kind of sad. Like I'm getting kind of depressed. Like not having 
not being able to travel, which is a privilege for sure, I acknowledge. But it's just being stuck when you're at your prime, right? You are, when we are at our prime, uh, working, young, no responsibilities, we are stuck here. Can't even do interstate traveling because there's no interstate at all. It's not like in Japan where you can just go to another prefecture, another city, and they have unique sites to see. You have a unique food. Like, if I'm not wrong, Japan, like Aomori Prefecture, like, oh, it's, it's famous for their apples. Then there are some Hokkaido, it's milk. Then that's like, oh, so cool. Singapore, ah, we pop chicken rice. Just the same old, same old every day. Which is, maybe it's just me, Singaporean, grumbling about Singapore. Sinky, pawn, sinky mindset. That is like, very... That, that, that slogan, I've been learning about it when I was using Reddit and I, think I don't really use hardware zoom but Reddit is pretty rife with all these things. So that's that. That's for getting in debt. And hopefully, I don't know, this was useful for you guys and really just y'all can find some comfort in this if you are in debt. I feel for you, man. I mean, sometimes these costs are, can't be avoided, right? I mean, with your girlfriend for so long, you need to pay the price to just get together, right? But it's just food for thought. Like, should we pay so much for it? Should we just come to an understanding that we need to spend lesser? I don't know. So that's that. I hope you guys uh have enjoyed this podcast. Uh, anyway, I've created another podcast. By the time this releases, there will, there will be another podcast. So this podcast, right, I understand from a few listeners is that, like... This podcast, they listen to this when they go to sleep, which is pretty nice, which is pretty like, I don't know, it's a kind of a compliment, right? Like my voice is pretty soothing enough for you to fall asleep, pretty familiar. And I seen like the YouTube videos, they, they share about like how like people commented that like, oh, my voice is pretty nice. So I decided to just create another podcast where it's just for sleep. And I think that and right now the, the title is uh, I don't think I'll be changing anytime soon, which is podcast for sleep. Exactly, that's the name. I think I will just uh, yeah, y'all can just search for it, and hopefully y'all can find it. Let me just I need to like, like get the link in first once I upload an episode to just let you guys know. But that there will be a podcast for sleep because I feel that this podcast right right now right is a bit too heavy. We have to talk about very personal stuff, and you don't want to be listening to this kind of negative stuff when you're sleeping, right? Which is that's that. So yeah, the podcast for still will be talking about very generic stuff, life updates, and things more on the positive end, and more rumbly, just I just rumble a lot. So yeah, so you just check check out that podcast, and there and I think if I can get a link on the description of the Spotify, that would be great. And also, if you are listening to this until now, please, if you. If you can help me just uh give this podcast a five star review. If you feel like you're the you know, you are Asian, you can't you can't give people full marks, you know. You can give me four or is that four and a half? Yeah. That'll that'll help out the podcast a lot. So see you all next time.